You are listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, a podcast for survivors of suicide loss. In this weekly podcast, you will learn more about your unique experiences and gain insights on your brain and how it processes grief and loss due to a loved one's suicide. While suicide grief comes in all shapes and sizes, Amy shows you that you still can have a life full of joy and fulfillment even though your loved one died. You don't have to just survive anymore. You can thrive. You are listening to the Survive to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, episode 11, Relationships After Loss. Hi, friends. How are you? How was your last week? My week was fantastic. If you listen to the past, the last few podcasts I recorded, um, you, you will know that I was under the weather over the holiday break and wasn't feeling great. And so my holidays were not what I wanted them to turn out to be because I spent most of them laying in bed trying to recover from my illness. So I really wanted to try and make it up to my kids. And we took the day and drove to Flagstaff, Arizona, which is about a three hour drive from where I live. And we just spent some great quality time with each other, just playing in the snow because we don't get snow here. My kids just want to go there and experience it. And they beg me every year, let's go through the snow, mom, take us to the snow. So we finally did it and we just had such a great relaxing time. I hope you all had a great first week of 2023. I am just so looking forward to this new year. So many great plans that I have, and I hope you have them too, because it just gives you something to look forward to and to remind yourself that we all have great lives to live. And so I hope you have some great goals and you have plans and are really looking forward to moving forward in 2023. So today I really wanted to talk about relationships because all of us, I would say, consider relationships to be very important to each of us. Every one of us has relationships in our lives, right? And we all feel like we have relationships that are good, that are rewarding, and even relationships that are great, right? And all of us probably feel like that we have relationships with people that are not rewarding and that are don't feel good and don't feel so great, right? But we all understand that we have relationships with people and we and it and it's very important to us. It's very natural for all of us to feel the importance of having relationships in our lives. And I think it's really important to talk about what relationships are because I think most of us don't understand what a relationship truly is. Okay. So most of us think relationships are an exchange with someone where you're contributing to 
each other where you're giving 50 and they're giving 50 and you come together in some sort of relational partnership. Okay. And I think that's what we are taught and that's what we believe. The majority of us believe that. But the truth is relationships with others are just thoughts. We are thinking about the person we have a relationship with. Okay. Let me say that again. Relationships with others are just thoughts. We are thinking about the person we have a relationship with. Okay. You with me? Okay. Let me give you an example. Have you ever had a friend that you just loved and adored, but you also knew somebody that didn't feel the same way about this same person? Like this same person just couldn't stand this person. Okay. I've had it before. And I feel like the difference is, is the way that we are thinking about the person. Okay. So like my friend that I love and adore. Okay. I will be thinking thoughts about how I enjoy spending time with this person, how I like to talk to this person, how much I appreciate their talents and their qualities and their contributions. Right. So I'm thinking a lot of thoughts that create love and adoration for this person. Okay. Whereas the other person might be critical, might be thinking negative thoughts about the other person. Maybe they don't like some characteristics that they have. Maybe they don't like this person's energy or they just don't like how they talk or interact with people. Okay. All right. So they're thinking a lot of negative thoughts about this person, which is going to create emotions of dislike. Okay. See, see how there's a difference. We're talking about the same person, you know, that is loved and adored, but is also not loved and adored by someone else. And the difference really is the thoughts we are thinking about the person. Okay. You with me? Okay. So I feel like Knowing this is the single most important relationship strengthening knowledge you can have to improve every relationship in your life. Okay. I noticed this when I learned this because I didn't know that a relationship was just the way I was thinking about the person. Okay. I didn't know this before. And so when I learned this, through coaching, that it was all about the way I was thinking about the person. It improved and changed my relationships with the people in my life dramatically because I understood when I learned that, that my relationships with people were completely under my control. Okay. Now I'm not saying you can control another person. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I can control the thoughts I'm thinking about the people I have a relationship with. And that is like the most empowering, empowering, 
knowledge that you can have, right? It's all within your thoughts, okay? So you might be asking yourself, well, okay, so their thoughts that I'm thinking about this person, but what if they don't do X, Y, Z? What if they don't call me enough? What if we don't spend time together? What if I am ignored when we're together, right? Okay. Well, it's because those are the thoughts you're thinking about the person based on some expectations you have of the person. You with me? Because your thoughts are so dependent on your expectations that it will determine how you feel about a person. Okay. Have you ever heard the quote to let go? Let's see. How's it go? It's something to do with letting go of your expectations. It goes like this. Expectations are premeditated resentments, right? So I think letting go of expectations of people is super liberating. Okay. So adults in your life are going to misbehave. It's just the way life is because adults get to decide to do whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want. And it is part of free will, which if you think about it also means you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want. So when you understand that others aren't responsible for how you feel about them and you aren't responsible for how others feel about you, okay, it will make all of your relationships to become so much easier, okay? Now, I'm not saying here at all that you should just disregard you know, when people express that they have, you know, expectations of you for any reason. Okay. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's their feelings towards you is going to be determined by the expectations you have for a person. Okay. Let me give you an example from my own life. So there was a period of time where I was just feeling so much resentment towards my family because I felt like the majority of home responsibilities was put on my shoulders and I was feeling a lot of resentment and it was coming from things like the thoughts I was thinking like, you know, my spouse doesn't take the time to put things away or my child, um, cleans up one mess and starts up another, right? I'm thinking all of these different thoughts in my head, okay, about how this person isn't fulfilling my expectation in some way or another. And when I understood and learned that my emotions I was feeling about my relationships with these people were coming from all these expectations I had, of them, I realized that letting go of those expectations was going to be super, super rewarding. 
Okay. And so I began from that time forward to just let go of those expectations. And what I ended up doing, which I'm not saying works for everyone, but for me, I just decided, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to hire a housekeeper to come to my house once a week and it will really just help me out. Okay. And once I did that and my housekeeper started coming weekly and not all of the responsibility was on me, I wasn't left feeling so much resentment. Okay. So I was able to let go of the expectation that my children and my spouse was going to keep things up around the house to my personal expectation of it. Okay. And hired someone else to do it. So I felt like my need was met. And yet I was taking off that responsibility of that expectation off of my family. And it's not something that is in the forefront of my mind anymore. So I don't think those thoughts. Okay. And when I stop thinking those negative thoughts, then I'm thinking more, I'm replacing those thoughts with more connecting thoughts. Okay. And I'm, it's freeing my time up to do things with my kids and my family. I could spend more time with them and have more connection. Okay. So the point that I'm really trying to emphasize here is that once we're able to let go of expectations of people that we are in relation to, and we are able to create thoughts that are more positive thoughts in our relationships are the natural consequence of that. And the results is that we're going to have stronger more fulfilling relationships. Okay. And this is great news because you get to be a hundred percent in control in how you think about a person. Okay. You can just decide one day that a thought you might be thinking about someone doesn't create a result that you want anymore in your life. And you can just decide to just let it go and to be free of it, and to be done with it, okay? Maybe it's a thought that's been lingering in your head a lot about some someone in your life, okay? And you could just decide one day, hey, you know what? This is not creating a connecting relationship with this person, so I'm just no longer going to think this, okay? It's that simple. You really can truly just do that, okay? So I just want to you to understand that you do have that power. Okay. And it's just, it's such great news. Okay. All right. So I also, before I end this podcast, really want to talk about our relationships after loss. Okay. There's so many of us who have relationships with people prior to our loss and we, and a lot of times after the loss, things in that relationship seem to change. And I find with my coaching clients and with people that I know that they often feel not only grief for the person that they lost through suicide, 
but they also grieve some of what the relationship used to be. Okay. And I think a lot of people really grieve that because they feel like that their relationship can never be the same because things have changed. Okay. Well, the truth is, is it's the way you're thinking about the relationship that's changed. Okay. It's not that the person has changed. It's you that's changed because you have experienced such a profound loss. Okay. Such a painful, excruciating experience that that experience in itself will just change the way you think about things. Okay. And since we know our relationships are connected to our thoughts, we're thinking differently in most cases about our relationships. All right. And the great news about that is that you get to decide if the thoughts you're thinking about that relationship is useful or if it serves you. Okay. You get to decide that. And if you feel like that the way you're thinking about a particular relationship that you're currently in isn't serving you, you can just decide to think differently about the person. Okay. So there also might be a situation that may came up, come up where there were some things in your relationship prior to your experience, right? That maybe put some sort of strain in the relationship, but then after the loss, it just seemed to spiral out of control. Okay. I know so many people that feel like they're in this camp or in this boat. Okay. Where all the emotions, all those raw emotions just come to the surface. Okay. And, and after the loss, you've decided it's time to just confront these issues. Okay. This happens really frequently. All right. And I feel like that what I want to say to you about that is that because it is completely up to you, you can choose to not keep a relationship anymore. Okay. Totally up to you. And if that relationship is something that you decide that is not working for your life or that you no longer want to have, that nothing has gone wrong. Okay. And you can just decide that this relationship is no longer useful for you. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can just decide that. Okay. But I also want to say that before you choose to do that, okay, you can look at the relationship from the outside in and recognize the expectations that you had for this person. And you can decide if those expectations were warranted. Okay. You can decide that. Okay. Because really, once you have that expectation, you're going to have a thought when that person doesn't fulfill the expectation. Okay. So I feel like it's important to analyze what expectations you have for that person. 
Now, I'm not saying any of the expectations that you have for that person is inaccurate or incorrect. And I've seen people say to me that, well, this person has just been so abusive to me. Okay. Now I am definitely in the camp that if anybody mistreats you or abuses you, that you should definitely end the relationship as quickly as possible because that's just unacceptable. Boundaries are being crossed and you need to protect yourself. Okay. But if it's not, I really want you to consider understanding your expectations for the person and understanding the thoughts that you have about that person. Okay. And just to be curious about it. Okay. I think it will be very enlightening for you when you do decide to either end the relationship or not to. Okay. Last thing I want to talk about is your family member that passed the one that died by suicide. Okay. Whether it's your parent, your child, your sibling, your friend, your significant other, your spouse. Okay. Doesn't really matter. Okay. I feel like so many of us feel like that, um, our relationships have ended the day they chose to die. But now that we understand that our relationships are just the thoughts we think about a person, that means that your relationship is still alive and well, okay? Even though the person isn't with you physically, you still have a relationship with that person. I know for me, I think a lot about my sister, Emily. I think a lot about her and I think thoughts about her. And I think the more I think about her, the closer I feel towards her, right? And it's because of the thoughts I'm thinking, okay, about her. So I want to enlighten you and let you know that your relationship with your lost loved one is still alive and well. And you can keep that relationship going for as long as you want to by the thoughts you are thinking. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I have for you, friends. I hope you had a wonderful week. Look forward to talking to you next week. And until then, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends and write a review on iTunes. Also, check out survived-to-thrive.com for more information and to subscribe to get the podcast's latest episode, along with useful tips you can begin to use immediately to feel better, directly sent to your inbox.